Myself podcast. Yeah. Y'all ready to go down this rabbit hole with your boy? <laughs> I know you all, man. That's why you're here. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me. Good boy. The real Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up DeVille Dia, Season 3, Rejuvenated and Relocated. For those of y'all that aren't up to speed, let me give you a quick summary. At this point, I have moved from Georgia to Virginia. I'm up in Virginia. I'm at football camp for the summer. We've gotten into all type of shenanigans already. If you haven't been keeping up, go back and check out the last two episodes of Growing Up DeVille Dia. Trust me. So, last episode, you know, we were dealing with the repercussions of the shenanigans that we got into. You know, we had normal football punishment, suicides, up and downs, bear crawls, Oklahoma drills, all the stuff that you hate to do playing football. So, we decided we're just going to kind of take it easy. Um, We're going to take it easy for the next couple of days, try to stay out of trouble. So, at the end of the practice, we get to the um, coach tells us we got to get up super early, like way earlier than we normally get up uh, for practice. So, and he tells us to be in t-shirts, shorts, and sneakers and be ready. Dumb early, like before breakfast early. So, they get us up stupid early. But, you know, they had made arrangements for us to have breakfast or earlier breakfast. Everybody's dragging. Everybody's, you know, don't really want to be up this time of the morning. It was probably like, it was probably up at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Then they walk us all the way across campus to a spot where we've never been before and put us on the bus. So now you got all these teens. We're on the bus. And we have no idea why we're on this bus. It's hot, you know. And... Everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. We're thinking, you know, maybe this is going to be more punishment. We're getting ready to get punished again for, you know, the stuff that we did. So we're on the bus. We're cracking jokes with each other and, you know, trying to figure out who's too old to be there because they can't run from, like, I think the age was was from, like, 10 to 19 or something like that. So there was a wide range of uh, people of ages, different ages there, it's this one guy in particular uh, who he's got like a whole beard he's got hair all on his chest and we're swearing this dude is like 20 some years old but he, he insists that he's 19 and we're like nah fam you old as shit and he's got all type of muscles and he's buffing everything because like I said this was no rinky dink type of uh, situations you know if you went there you know it was two type of people two type of people that went there you were either, you know, the spoiled kid who parents sent them away for the summer or you were someone who actually your people felt like you had the potential to, you know, play on the next level. So you were getting a, a little extra bit of training. So we're all there uh, just acting stupid. And then they, they finally uh, drive off. So we take this trip. Can't remember how long it was, but we went to a whole nother 
university, get off the bus, go into this gymnasium, and boom, the Redskins quarterback is in there. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was like Trent. It was, I think it was Trent Green at the time was the quarterback for the Redskins. It was like nine, what, 95, 96, somewhere up in there. I think it was Trent Green. But either way, the Redskins quarterback is there. The Redskins cheerleaders are there. So we're eyeballing the cheerleaders, and they're like, no, get over here. Break us up into these different groups. And quarterback starts having us run different patterns, and he's throwing us the ball. NFL quarterbacks throw hard as shit, just in case you didn't know. This is not no no ordinary. This is not standing out in the backyard with your dad catching a few passes. This guy threw like he he threw he was throwing heat and it wasn't even like he was attempting to, to throw the ball hard. It was just you know his natural motion uh of, of throwing a pass. It was a little bit more intense than what we were used to. And I'm caught up in the moment. I'm loving. I'm like this is dope. But there's only one problem. Your boy Deville Diaz has the bubble guts. I'm one of those people that I like to get it in in the morning, uh, you know, in the bathroom. But I didn't get a chance to get my full, you know, me get my full jaw off. So I'm standing here with the bubble guts, and I'm trying my damnness not to pass gas in this gymnasium in front in this gymnasium in front of all these people. So then my turn comes up. He has us run this little. Had me had us run up. I believe the first thing we did was like a, a curl. So I ran my little curl, boom, caught the ball, dope. Ran by him, you know, get up, give him a high five, go get in the back of the line. So we're going through again. I'm like, dang, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to hold this. Like my stomach is hurting. So we get around again for our second loop, and it's like a, a post. We're running a post. I come up, boom, go to make my cut. Plant my foot, turn, let it rip. Luckily, though, at the same time, my shoe was squeaking. So it, the, my, the noise from my shoe kind of covered it up, or at least I hoped it did, and I ran, caught the pass, boom, went back and got in line. Nobody said anything. So I'm like, sheesh, got out of that real easy. But then I go back in line, and so he breaks us up again, and, I, and we're doing a different drill. He has the guy, has some guys line up like like we're lining up for uh, the line of scrimmage. And he stands one of the guys like directly, directly where I farted it. So he's standing there, and it just so happens to be Baltimore. And Baltimore's like, man, I don't mean to be woo, but smell like fit in here. <laughs> smell like fit in here. <laughs> And the other guy beside him was like, I wouldn't want to say nothing, but I smelled it too. And then the quarterback, he just busts out laughing. And they was like, man, y'all need to relax, man. And so then uh, coach was like, if anybody's got to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom now. Now, of course, I'm not trying to be that guy who, you know, to call point myself out as the dude who farted in the middle of, of training. But... um. Somebody else starts running to the restroom, so I take that as my opportunity. I run off too. I go unload, we come back. By the time we're getting back, uh, everybody's taking pictures with the cheerleaders. So I jump up, get my pictures with the cheerleaders and everything. But during that process, I tweak my knee a little bit. I don't know if y'all remember, but I was tell- I told y'all a story about when I was in the seventh grade. I was in seventh grade, I got hit by a car. 
fractured my knee. My friend's grandma hit me. They didn't even stop for me. They just opened the door and he leaned out the door. I was like, are you okay? He kept on driving. Punk some of them. Either way. So I tweaked my knee a little bit. What happened was when it healed, one side, uh, one side, one muscle healed tighter than the other one. So when I ran, when I run, when I walk, I get this little uneven type pull. So, um, basically what, what I was told was that there's, there was really no need for any type of surgery. It'll just be annoying, you know, later on in life. And as I get older and sometimes when I do, uh, stressful activities on my knee, I might feel a little pain. So I tweaked my knee a little bit. Wasn't thinking much about it. We get out of there. We go, we get back to campus. Now, like I said, we went there mad early, so we still have to go to practice so we get back we have to go back to our dorms grab our equipment get back no we had equipment on the bus so we get off the bus we got to gear up hit the field we hit the field we're running some different plays and baltimore's you know baltimore's getting on me it's like you gotta get up out of the hole you gotta get up out there because i'm moving a little bit slower because i'm favoring my knee and so coach is like, you know, telling him to lay off me. I was like, nah, man, we cool. We cool. It's like, oh, so, you know, you guys talk, can talk to each other like that. Y'all know each other. I was like, yeah, that's my people. We good. But it was clear that something was wrong with me. And I was kind of, part of it was because I was in pain. You know, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're in pain a little bit and you kind of, you kind of, you just move different trying to protect that injury. So, coach is finally like, you know, uh, you're all right. Because Baltimore just keeps like, what's wrong with you? Because, he, you know, we've been working together. He's been throwing me passes and handing me the ball for a couple of days now. So, he's used to how I move. But he's like, you know, what's wrong with you? So, I tell him, I was like, you know, I tweaked my knee a little bit while we were in the gym. The dude was like, oh, that's no problem. Go over and see the trainer. This is when things get interesting. So I go over to the trainer, and there's a younger female, young Asian female there with these little bitty gym shorts on. And then there's the a guy there. I guess he was like the doctor or whatever. And so I go over, hop up on the table. He pulls my knee pad back a little bit, mess with my knee a little bit. And he's like, you know, it doesn't feel doesn't feel weird no he said it feel kind of weird but like doesn't feel like there's any type of tears or anything so he asked me did you have you ever had any injuries to your knee i told him about you know i got hit by a car fractured my knee and everything so he's like okay well you know just go back to the room rest it up and then let us know if you feel like you can go for a second practice or not so he looks over at the young lady can't remember her name i don't even know if i even got her name but he tells her, take him back to the room, make sure he's okay. So we hop on the little easy gator, the easy gator. And she's driving me back to the room. She's asking me all these type of questions. How old I am, where I'm from, what grade I am, what school I go to. So automatically in my 15-year-old head, she wants your boy. She wants, she wants your boy. She's all over your boy. So <laughs> we get back to this, and, and I'm looking at her because... She, like I said, she has on these little big gym shorts. And I'm just looking at all these thighs, all these thighs and breasts. This is like a KFC dinner on this easy cart right now. So we get back to the room. She makes sure I get in my room. 
so she can see what room I'm in. She's like, okay, I'm gonna come back and check on you in a little bit. So I'm like, cool. She leaves. Now, in my 15-year-old mind, I'm coming back to check on you. Me, she wants the door. So <laughs> I'm automatically going to, I'm about to give her the door mode. I clean up the room. I go, I change, I took, I went, I took a whole freaking shower, put on my nice drawers and everything. And I make sure that I'm ready and I'm debating. I remember debating in my head. I have, I have my roommate, the percolator. I have his Biggie Small CD playing, and I'm bumping this Biggie, and I'm thinking, man, I should just be in my boxers when she comes back, and then, you know, I can play that whole, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think you'd be back so soon type of role. You know, it was the 90s, so I grew up watching USA, um, what's that, what was that, these USA movies, you know, they used to have those late night movies where everything was hella sketchy. You could not show those movies. Or you could not make movies like they used to make uh, <laughs> back in the day, Porky's Revenge and all that. But that's the type of mind frame I'm in. I'm like, yeah, she's coming back. I'm going to just be like in here in a towel or something when she gets back. But <laughs> so I've cleaned up. I got the music playing. I'm sitting around there in my boxers. And then she knocks on the door. And if you want to know what happens next, you're going to have to come back after this break right quick. So, she knocks on the door. I chicken out. After all this planning, after all this planning and preparation, what the VLDI chickens out. So, no way I'm getting ready to open this door in my drawers and this young lady be standing there. So, I jump up, grab some basketball shorts, throw my shorts on. But I am going to leave my shirt off because your boy was kind of buff. So I'm going to leave my shirt off. I go open the door up. It's my damn roommate. It's my damn roommate. He's like, oh, man, what happened to you at practice? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, well, you know, tweak my knee. They sent me back, uh, you know, to rest a little bit. He's like, oh, okay. You coming to the next practice? I was like, ah, well, I'm going to see how it feels or whatever after lunch. So he's like, cool. I was like, but look, dude, you got to go. He like, what? I was like, you got to go. He on some what? I said, yeah, you got to go. The little trainer, he's like, the little Asian chick. Yes. Trainer's coming back. Check on me. I think she wants me, bro. You're going to have to get up out of her. He's like, say no more. And he, you know, gets a couple little stuff. He's like, I'm just going to I'm gonna take a shower and I'm going to go down to the common area. It's like, bet. Appreciate you. So he gets his stuff. He leaves. Shut the door. So now I got a second chance at this. But I've already made up in my mind that I should give up on the whole Show up to the door in my box stuff. I'm gonna leave my shirt off. Then, probably, I don't know how much longer. A little time goes by. Knock on the door. I go, open the door. It's her. She's like, hey, can you see how you're doing? I'm like, yeah, come on in. You know, I got deep enough my voice. I was like, come on in. So she comes in. She's like, yeah, uh, how you feeling? It's like, it's pretty good. He's feeling pretty good. You did any running or anything like that since? It's like, nah, I've just been in the room kind of chilling, you know what I mean? So she's like, all right, get on the floor so I can check you out. Boom. Say less. I jump on the floor, you know. So I'm sitting there, and she's on the, she's on my right side. Since my right knee, she's on my right side. And she's like extra close to me. And she's smelling all good, and her hair smells good and everything. And she starts rubbing on my knee, right below my, below my knee, right above my knee. 
as she started doing this thing where she's pushing my kneecap back and forth, you know, trying to check the mobility of my kneecap. So she's messing with my kneecap, and I'm just sitting here basking all the glory that is her scent and looking at these big, because I don't know if she ran track, if she was a cheerleader or whatever, but she had some big drumstick thighs, and I'm just looking at these drumstick thighs this whole time, and you know what happened? The South rose again. That's right. The South rose again. I got a, I was pinching a 10 over there, if you understand what I'm saying. But I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'm sitting down. She can't see what's going on. As you know, she's rubbing on my knee. She's going up my thigh a little bit, checking for the muscle chains and all that. Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? But in my head, this is a romantic evening. We're sitting here. There's candles lit. We got Biggie Smalls playing in the background. She's massaging my thigh. Like, this is how porno movies start, right? You know, those good, the actual good porno movies that have a, um, they have a plot to them. You know, it just ain't <laughs> the ones that don't just start off and it's like they're just banging. You ever watch one of those porno movies and as soon as it comes on, it's just, <laughs> it's not that type of movie. This is one of those where they build up, you know what I'm saying, into the action. So that's what I'm like, it's about to go down, for real. So she's messing with my knee and everything. And then I get, she's like, okay, move your leg this way. And when I move my leg, worst thing that could happen. What y'all think it is? I hope y'all want to answer because you're dumb as hell if you did because I can't hear you. But <laughs> I move my leg. Boom. Johnston pops out of the b-hole of my boxers. So now I'm just in basketball shorts, free Johnson roaming around, and it's sticking up. Benching the tent. She's paying this no attention. And I'm really happy that she's paying it no attention because this is what be embarrassing as hell to get called out for this. So she she keeps she does a little thing or whatever and then she's like, okay, um, uh, you look good, looking good and everything. If you feel like it, come down, may uh, go down to practice and everything. But check in with me and let me know how you feeling when you get there. So I'm like, cool. And she gets up to leave. And then it doesn't make it any worse because when she stands up, I'm still sitting on the floor and I get a little cheek action going. She got a little cheek action peeking, 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 playing peekaboo on the bottom of them shorts. So I'm like, yes, Lord. But then she's like, you're not going to walk me out. It would be nice of you to walk me out. And I'm like, son of a, I can't stand up. I'm in full bloody retro mode. Now think about it, fellas. You remember how hard you got when you was 15 year old? I don't mean to be nasty or explicit, but I did. Click the explicit button on my podcast. You remember how hard you got when you was 15 years old? I'm harder than Japanese arithmetic right now. I'm harder than life as a black man in America. I'm talking about I'm hardest. I'm 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 dumb hard. Dumb hard right now. So I'm like, you know what? There's no way. I can avoid this because I, at this point in my head, she's digging me. I'm still feeling like she's digging me. I'm like, there's no way I can avoid this. There's no way I'm going to get out of this. So I got to get up and walk her outside. So your boy gets up, boom, straight Pokemon action. Straight Pokemon actions, and she sees it. Eyes get big. She gasps. She starts laughing, and then she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing when I get embarrassed. I laugh, and I was like, you know, 
it's no big deal. And then she's like, yeah, it is kind of a big deal. And then she starts laughing again. And so I'm like, well, you know what can I see? So we just, she just starts talking to me. And we have like this whole live conversation standing here. And I'm standing here like rock hard. And she's just talking to me about all type of random stuff. Now, as an adult, looking back at it, DeVille realizes that that was more than likely the chance that I should have made my move, but I was too chicken shit to make a move at 15 year old, years old at this time. So, we talked for a minute, and it's just like, okay, well, I gotta go. Got a couple more guys I gotta check on, um, you know. So, I walk her down the steps out of the dorm room and everything, and the guys, the team, they see me come out with her with my shirt off, so automatically they assume we done got it in because she's just laughing and joking, touching all on my biceps. Yeah, I call him Mr. and Mr. Smith. But we, so she's touching all on my biceps and everything, walking down, walking out of the building. She gets on a little easy cart, rides off. So now everybody rushes me. I'm the man. I'm the man around there. Now, they want to hear the story. What happened? What did you do? How was it? Was it that? What did it that, that, that? And I just don't say nothing. I don't say nothing. Now, I could have spoke up and defended the young lady's honor and let it be known that nothing happened in there. But why would I do that? I'm a 15-year-old football player. I'm full of testosterone. Full of testosterone and young, what they say, young, dumb, and feel calm. So I didn't say I did, but I didn't say I didn't either. So I was the man that day. Now I'm, I'm hyped up, and I still, you know, I'm still in my feelings, I put like that. So I had to go back upstairs and handle some business if you get the gist of what I'm saying. So, oh, you know, then I took a, took a nap. Had to take a nap after that. So time rolls around for the next practice. I get up, I get dressed real quick, run downstairs, I beat everybody out the building. I'm ready to go out to practice, you know why? Because I'm in love. Because this little Asian trainer loves me and she wants me. And I gotta get back out to the field and make sure my baby's okay. So we we uh, we go, we go to practice and everything. Get down to the field. I go, I speak to her, she looks at me like she's never seen me before in life. Sounding like a heartbreak. Devastated. Devastated, man. She looked me in my face like she had never seen me before. And I'm like, you know, okay, a couple hours ago, you was in the room with me and my shirt off, looking at my Johnston, and now you act like you don't even know who your boy is. I was heartbroken, man. I was heartbroken. So I went and had to practice. And you have, if you haven't never been through it, then you won't quite understand how hard it is to practice with a broken heart. But I did it. They said sprained ankles bad. They said pull a hamstrings bad. But it's nothing compared to practicing with a broken heart. Thank y'all for tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille. D.I., I'm your boy DeVille. D.I., growing up DeVille, rejuvenated and relocated. Re- re- Remix, bitches, you know how I did it. Rejuvenated and relocated. And somebody actually asked me, why do I do that? It's not intentional. <laughs> My remixes is not intentional. Your boy does have a stuttering problem. I stutter, but I just, um, I'm decent at managing it. Just every once in a while, I get caught up in the track, and I have to, you know, it takes me a minute to get out, and those were the, that's where the origins of the remixes come from. 
thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all, man. Make sure that you're back Monday for that morning discipline. Um, make sure you go to over and check out the Yeah About That podcast interview that I did over there with them. And just check it out in general. Follow your boy on IG at D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Same thing on Twitter. And forget about Snap because I ain't even on there like that. But do go to Facebook and um, like that Thoughts by DeVille D-I. Uh, podcast page, man, because there's it's, it's some content that I put on there that you're not going to get on Instagram, you're not going to get on Twitter because it's a little longer format, and you know, can't put it on there, so that's all, man, I'm out of here, peace.